guys, it's Britt Dowd, and welcome to the Lawn Care Leaders Podcast, where every week we bring you episodes to positively and intentionally impact not only your business, but your leadership, communication, and personal life. Yes, we talk about mowers, fertilizer, and irrigation, but we put an emphasis on growing you as a leader and growing your business skills. We do this through interviews with other small business owners, growth segments where we dive deep on a micro business topic, and documented episodes from our own seven-figure business, Green Again Lawn. All right, lawn care leaders, turn your headphones up. It's time to get back at it. This is awesome. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Lawn Care Leaders Podcast. Um, I am your show host, Britt, and this is another interview um, right after the Launchpreneur Academy that uh, the Fullertons put on. Uh, A lot of fun. So we're here in the back room, just outside the ladies' room, sitting at a table, and I am across from my good buddy, Josh. All right. And then Samantha, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all right? And we've been, I always get nervous on these. Like, I'm always like, should I go with last name or should I not go with last name? Yeah. I just never want to foul it up. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, oh, I didn't tell him how to say my last name, so we're going to see how this... Nailed it. Okay, Perfect. so I was nervous, but no. like that's why I took that half-second pause. I was like, Samantha... Process, process. You've got it. So, guys, they are running a company called Freedom Landscapes. Um, They've been in business for two years. And what's cool is uh, we've... So, Josh has been a listener for a while Mm -hmm. um, from day one. Yep. God bless you, man. Yeah. Because those were some early times. Um, But here at the event, we got to sit and uh, listen and grow together, listen to these uh, impactful speakers. Um, So that's been a lot of fun. But what I want to do right now, guys, is you take four minutes, Mm -hmm. you take four minutes and just introduce yourselves, tell about the business, what your guys' roles are, and just give us a little history. Okay. My name's Josh Gray, uh, owner of Freedom Landscapes. We are based out of Greencastle, Indiana. Um, like you said, we've been in business for two years. Um, our main niche is mowing. Okay. Um, now we get a lot of, we do a lot of mulch, a lot of spring cleanups, a lot of fall cleanups. Yep. Uh, we do a little bit with weed control, okay. like driveways, sidewalks, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and then we just started dabbling in aeration and overseed. Yeah. Um, what can I say? It's, uh, it's a lot of fun. We, we do enjoy it. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, tell me, tell me this. You guys have had a crazy journey to get here. Yeah. So give us a little bit of the backstory, Mm -hmm. um, before we kick it over to Samantha McClellan. (laughs) Boom. (laughs) Nailed it. Nailed it. Nailed it. it. Okay. So before we kick it over to her, tell us, you worked for a guy Mm -hmm. for quite a few years. Yep. And then there was an interesting transition that happened Yep. and then talk about, how you presented that to her. And uh-huh. Uh-huh. So give, give us that history. All right. So the guy I worked for is actually my cousin. His okay. name is Jake Van Rensselaer. Okay. And him and a guy named Grant Goodpasture started the company around 2008, 2009. Okay. And uh, we ran into each other and um, I was actually working weekends at a warehouse. Mm-hmm. So he was looking for a little extra help. And I needed a little extra money. So I started helping him out part time. Yeah. And then of course that snowballed, the company yeah. grew. Yeah. I enjoyed working there. So it turned into me working seven days a week between the warehouse and working with them. Yeah. And this went on. Finally, I quit the warehouse. 
And um, I worked with them for a good eight years, just learning and growing the company with them. And then it was the end of 2018. It was the very end, maybe, maybe even very beginning in 2019 because we met and we, we met at the end in October of 2018. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so okay. what where you're leading off to is probably very end of 2018, start yeah. of 2019. So okay. we met, started talking, started dating. You met in 2018? Yes, we mm-hmm. did. Okay. Yeah, okay. in October. So this okay. all kind of happened at the same time. Yeah, yeah. So I went and met my cousin for breakfast one morning, and he's like, hey, I got a proposition for you. And he hands me a sheet, and it's equipment list and account list. Here's the price and roll with it. Well, previously we and her had talked about it. I had told her my, I mean, my goals and dreams and everything. So, and one of them was. (laughs) (laughs) Which is like fully communicating for us guys. Yeah. Hey, this is my dream. Yeah. I'm going to pull the trigger. Yeah. (laughs) So just, no, it's just going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one of them was, you know, I want to work for myself and own my own company one day. And then shortly after that, through a phone call or text message, I was like, hey, uh, we just bought some equipment <laughs> and we're going into business. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, we so. had only been together probably about three months, yeah. maybe or so. What was your what was your first thoughts? Well, my first thought was like, what have I gotten myself into? <laughs> like mm-hmm. I never I'd always worked for somebody. I'd yeah. worked my way up kind of yep. through a corporate ladder. And um I my new I, my new boo just bought a business. Yeah, I didn't yeah. I didn't know a mowing what it, business. I didn't know what an entrepreneur really yeah. was. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay, so so a business and mm-hmm. we are going to own it. Okay. <laughs> sure. That was my initial thing. I just kind of was like, all right. That's awesome. Okay. That's awesome. So then what next, Josh? Um, shortly after that, I mean, it was kind of like once we settled down from the excitement, yep. it was like, okay, now we really got to figure this out. Yeah. And that's when we started learning from your podcast and YouTube and Man, we knew how to do the work. Yeah. I mean, we've been doing that for years. Yep. So it was just go time. And as far as like building the business. Yeah. Building, growing, yeah. Like learning. We knew yeah. how to do the work. Yeah. It was just how to run a business yep. was the hardest part. Yeah. So. And that's what, I mean, that's why we do all these things. That's why we're trying to grow and fill the gaps because yeah. we all get into, like, we get into it knowing how to do the thing. Mm-hmm. And that's why we do it. Like, we right. love it. Yeah. But it's just like, okay, well, now how do I, now that I'm growing, how do I actually manage this and make it profitable? Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Well, thanks for catching us up to speed. Mm -hmm. Um, All right. Samantha, to you. So catch us up on your story, what your role is within the the company. Okay. Well, my technical title, I'm the managing director, which really what that means in Freedom Landscapes is Josh is out in the field and he does all of the hard work, um, uh, the physical work. He does a lot of communication with clients, but I do everything else. That's pretty much what my title covers. So, but I have a background in HR, um, accounting. So it, was nice. easy for me to kind of fall into um, handling the books because you know you have the ones where like like the Fullertons she she kind of tried the whole bookkeeping thing because she just felt like that was what yeah. she was supposed to do she realized it wasn't her yeah. um, so of course I jumped into it but for me I, I love it I'm yeah. passionate about it That's there's awesome. something I really enjoy about being you know almost like business partners with Josh and stuff cool. we we work really well. Um, 
so yeah, I, I, I just cover all those kinds of things um, as far as on the back end, um, make sure that the emails are caught up and all that. Yep. So, um, and just recently, about six weeks ago, I went full time Freedom mm. Landscapes. Mm-hmm. I had, Let's go. <laughs> yep. I yep. had. We always called my full-time job my nine-to-five, and so trying to revolve life around kids, um, you know, our relationship, and owning a business, and a nine-to-five, and finally, I literally woke up one morning, and I looked at him, and I said, I was like, today's the day. Yeah, yeah. And the decision was made, and we made the jump, and we went with it, so. That is awesome. And now we're here. All right, and you guys have how many kids? Five. Five kids in total. Between the two of us, we have- Five kids. Yeah, a wonderful blended family with- That's cool. With five kids. That's awesome. It's crazy. So you guys are busier than ever. Yeah. We are. We love it. People think we're crazy, but we really enjoy it. It's a good time. Mm -hmm. It's a good time. All right, so um, being at the Academy here, one thing that we're chatting with everybody about that comes on the show, we're doing things a little different. We want to hear your story, where you're coming from, but I also want you to recap the event. I want to know from each of you individually, Individually, what was one of your key takeaways? We're all going to have that one thing that's like, man, that's that's very impactful. Mm-hmm. And we're going to go actually change something. Yeah. Um, so I want to know that. Um, I also would like you guys, I'm, I'm well known for asking like multiple questions at one time. Yeah. So here's my two questions. That for individuals. Mm-hmm. But uh, as a couple, mm-hmm. one thing I noticed, and it's really cool, is there are a lot of couples here. And I didn't know if there's anything that you guys were like, Maybe we're dropping the ball there. You know, maybe we're not communicating as well or, hey, we're doing this good, but we're going to change X for next year. I would love to know what that is for you guys. Okay. Okay. Um, As far as the event, man, every speaker was great. Yeah. Definitely. I'm so glad we came. I just, I just loved it. Um, I got to say though, probably Jeff Joyner. Whenever he was speaking, ding ding, he, he's got two now. The, the, really? the, the previous guys liked yeah. him too. That's yeah. why he's it was in his great. Job. They were all good, but man, whenever he started talking about developing standards and not rules, yeah, that really stuck with me. I like that a lot. Yeah, I want to implement that because we always tell everybody lead by example. Yeah, so I I kind of think that goes hand in hand. That's but, awesome. Um. Dude, uh, so on that note, so with standards, not rules, uh-huh. I literally, on the way here, um, listened to a podcast. Uh, so do you guys uh, listen to Path for Growth? I do not. Okay, so go go and subscribe to Path for Growth podcast. I'll okay. give him a shout out. Okay. His name's Alex Judd. He's the previous host of the Entree Leadership podcast. We've had him on our show as a guest. Um, he just did a podcast on this and absolutely nailed it. And then he gave two stories, two completely different ends of the spectrum where one was rule based Mm -hmm. and one was standard based. One was a mechanic shop. And the guy said something along the lines of, I can't do that because if I do, my boss will yell at me. Mm -hmm. And their company had completely dropped the ball. Like all he needed to do was pay a hundred dollars to get his car out of the shop. Their machine was down. Mm -hmm. Their ATM machine down was down. Their card reader was down. They wouldn't accept checks. It was only cash. Okay. And so this guy was following a set of rules because that's what his boss told him to do. Mm-hmm. He was doing his job. The other one was on the other end of the spectrum, which was Chipotle and a bunch of people in line. Everybody's trying to check out and nobody can swipe their card. The cash registers down. So 15 minutes goes by. People are starting to get antsy. You know, you go into Chipotle expecting a level of service mm-hmm. and then also efficiency. So the manager 
she has, she has a lot of uh, rules that she has to abide by, but she also had standards. And one of the, the standards that Alex talks about is customer service and efficiency. So she was upholding customer service and efficiency. She put her hands up and said, Hey, I know you guys are frustrated. Here's the situation. Cash registers down meals on us. Mm. Yeah. And he talks about just the difference in both of those situations. Both of them are bad situations, mm-hmm. but the oh, yeah. standards over rules is the business that you're always going to talk about. Right. Yep. That, that's a perfect example, especially it's really neat that you pointed out that you said customer service yeah. and what was, it was efficiency, and, right? And efficiency. Yeah. Yep. Because whenever we sit and we've talked about, you know, working and building like our core values and yep. um, our mission statement stuff as a business two of the topics that we always revolve around is customer service. Cause of course you're not going to have a business in our field if you don't have good customer service, but efficiency too. So we can turn that profit and stuff on our end. So I love it. I I always tell guys whenever I'm training them always put quality first. Yes. Because if you nail the quality, the speed's going to just naturally come. Yes. Yep. So get that part right first. Yep. And then the rest just comes naturally. That's awesome. And so that'll be one of your standards. Mm-hmm. I'm literally going to go back. I don't know where I'm going to put it. I'm going to make a poster board, but I'm going to outline our standards. Mm-hmm. Um, we talk a ton about our personal why and then the business vision. I think the the standards are the roadmap to your vision. Mm-hmm. And so it's just, it's just cool. Like every time you hear people talk like this, you start to connect little pieces for your business. Mm-hmm. We talk a lot about vision. We talk a lot about our why, but it's the standards that give you, you know, I'm just picturing like guardrails. Like that's where, you know, if you're out of bounds or Absolutely. not, so yeah. I'm going to do that. I think, and I think I'm going to put them on our truck. Mm-hmm. Um, we have polos, so it would look kind of janky if we did it on the shirt, but <laughs> yeah, put it in the shop, put it on the truck. Uh, I love that. Okay. So Samantha McClellan, mm-hmm. what do you got? So as far as this event, I mean, I'm new to the green industry. I, I really am. He's been doing it for years. Nope. I'm new. Um, so it was a learning experience for one. Um, but one of the things that I was looking most forward to today, um, Caleb and Brittany Allman, yeah. uh, hearing them on different podcasts and stuff, but we work so closely together as a couple yeah. raising kids in this business we spend more time together than not. And so to see others doing that same thing and hearing how they work together, um, that was, it was just really neat to see how they communicated together and how um, they felt about the same things, but at the same time, how like she does her thing, he does his, they have their own responsibilities. Um, But talking about the vision, things like that, I get to a position a lot of times where I think, that I don't know how we're going to grow. I don't know if we're going to, I kind of lose sight of the dream. Some days you have that excitement and you're like, there's no lid. We're going to go as big as we can. And sometimes I forget. I mean, you just get so caught up in the day to day and caught up on your current struggles. Mm -hmm. You forget that even though there are struggles, you're, you're growing and you're going to keep growing and don't lose the momentum. So my biggest thing today is I feel like you talk about hit the ground running. I've got turbocharge on. Like I'm ready to go back <laughs> and I'm awesome. ready to go. That is awesome. So that's my biggest takeaway is yep. I'm refueled, refueled, ready to go. Remotivated. And we all need yeah. that, especially this time of the year. Yeah. It's the end of the season. A lot of us still have snow removal coming up or leaf jobs, but I mean, three quarters away through the season, it does start to wear on you mm-hmm. and you do start to get down into those just daily tasks as we yeah. call them. And it, it can wear you thin. What about what about as a couple? Did we already go over that? Anything as a couple? Uh, so 
so problems in the company as a couple? Is that what is that what you were asking? No, I'm saying so since there's so many like couples here, mm -hmm. I think a lot of the content was was geared towards couples, like how to communicate together. Oh, yeah. And mm -hmm. I didn't know if there was any key takeaways from that aspect. Um, so I know for me, <clears throat> excuse me, I know for me, um, I get so caught up in my role yeah. and how much I do and that I'm busy. And I know that he does the same. And I try to tell him, you know, hey, I appreciate it and stuff. But sometimes when he gets into the office at the end of the day from being in the field, and yeah. we haven't talked about this, so I'm going to give you a little kudos here and I'm going to work on things. But a lot of times when he walks in, I, the first thing I do is I hit him with what I need. Yeah. You know, what I need from him. Like yep. I've got this to-do list and, and I forget that he has things that like, you know, I just expect from him. Yep. Well, he's working in the business too. There's yep. things he needs from me. I mean, we message through the yep. day and we keep each other up to date, yep. but, um, definitely taking a step back and realizing mm -hmm. that, um, he's not just, he's not just my coworker. Like yeah. I, I have to understand that, yeah. you know, he's my, he's my guy yeah. and I yeah. got to take care of that too. When yeah. he walks in, I can't just be like, Hey, I need this. Come on. I'm ready to get my work done. Yeah, you know? yeah. I'm ready to get out of this office. So yep, yep. as a couple perspective, that's something as kind of balance. Yeah. Balance. But that's yeah. something we're working on. I mean, we have, we have a pretty good routine right now, yeah. but we just want it to get better. Yeah. We wake up early every day, get the kids to school, and then it's straight out to the office, yeah. to the whiteboard, get the schedule ready. What yep. are the tasks for the day? Yeah. Our team member comes in, we meet with him, yep. we get everything planned and prepared for the day. Yep. And then by eight o'clock, 8.30, we're out. You're rolling. rolling. Yep. So. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, what else, um, as far as, so one thing we just talked about, um, uh, we had a guy, uh, Lamont and another guy, Ben, mm -hmm. on the on the podcast. Um, and we, we just kind of said, you know what, there's, Somebody talked about action, you know, and you, you have to take action. Mm -hmm. Nothing's going to change until you change. You have to take action. Um, you, all this information is good, but we have to plug it in to our business. Mm -hmm. um, what pain points are you guys going to like tackle for end of the season in 2021? Okay. So she's got the QuickBooks thing down pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. We're learning our numbers. We're getting that correct. And it's a process and we're working on it. Now, I think we are going to try to start implementing yard books. So okay. getting a CRM in place. Good. Good. Because, um, just kind of the, I don't know, I guess you could say the routing, the route density. We're, yeah. I mean, we're good at it, but yeah. there can be improvements. Yeah. And then the scheduling. Yeah. I mean, we do well with scheduling the mowing. That's, yeah. you mow every seven days. That's pretty simple. But, yeah. and then you got all the other side jobs and landscaping and all that on top of it. Yep. So I think that's something we can get better with Good. is the I scheduling. Can, yeah. and, and I can kind of play off that. I'm going to interrupt you is when you're talking about, you know, um, get all the mowing, but then these extra side jobs, the, the mulch and the bush um, and shrub and hedge trimming and all of that comes in. Um, something next year is really being more finicky and picky about that and being able to say no sometimes. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, Cause a lot of times we live in a community of like 10,000 people. Yeah. So um, word of mouth is huge. Yeah. So a lot of times they've been referred by somebody and they've already, you know, have this great idea that, you know, oh, they've got good service. I'm all about them. But then we get there and it's kind of like, 
this isn't for us yeah. or, yeah. or, or maybe it's just not in the schedule, yep. um, to have that opportunity. So being able to say no and weed those things out, yep. that's definitely, I think going to be big on our time management next yep. year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's huge. That's huge. Yeah. And it's hard to say no, like it we, really we don't want to say no. And yeah. like in our personal lives, uh, my mentor just told me this the other day. He's like, when you're time blocking your schedule and you're so busy, you can't add anything else. It usually takes like seven to eight knows mm-hmm. to get to a healthy yes. Okay. But most of the time we're just saying yes to all this stuff because, you know, either we feel guilty or we think we can handle it and then we're not the best version of ourselves during that process. Um, so you guys have, I mean, you have a lot going on. I mean, I know we have a brief time here. I want to talk about though, um, the transition that you're thinking about making. I thought that was interesting. So we got to spend some time together hanging out. Mm-hmm through the conference and we ate lunch together and you guys were saying you're, you're in a small town. Mm-hmm. Not everybody has irrigation. Right. Um, people may care about getting their lawn cut, but they may not care about fertilizing and weed control. Mm-hmm. They're obviously not watering cause they don't have irrigation. So you're thinking about maybe going 30 minutes away. Yeah. So talk about a little bit about what you guys are wrestling with there mm-hmm. and what it would take to do that. And Walk so, us through that. <clears throat> what I think it would take to do that is, because we're full. Mm-hmm. In the town we're in, we're pretty full. I mean, yep. the crew we have and the size we are, we're good. Five, six days a week, we're slammed. Yep. Now, to make that happen to where we go to a different part of town to service or a different area, it's about 30 minutes away, 35 minutes. Mm-hmm. That's when um, we hit like the suburbs of like Indianapolis, Indiana. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, you get some, some much bigger communities. Yep. Yep. And I mean, I... Th- I one of the things we would have to do is really skim through, find yep. what's profitable, what's not profitable. Yeah. Um, cut them. Yeah. Sometimes you got to get rid of that because if you're keeping them, you're just creating revenue and not creating profit. Yeah. So if you find those, get rid of them, try to replace it. Yeah. So that's one of them. Yeah. Um, and what are what would what would be something that you guys are afraid of? I thought Jeff Joyner's talk was really good for people in this position. Cause he talked about how failure is good, mm. you know, yeah. Yeah. taking yeah. the fear out of the situation, the fear of failure, knowing that that's good. That's progress. That's winning. Yeah. Yeah. That would, that would be hard though. Um, the, the whole idea of expanding, um, so we could expand services and obviously yep. expand the business going 30 minutes out. Cause right now we, we, we service local right there. If we were to go yeah. to 30 minutes out, you know, um, it, you know, if we, rented a, a shop area in between, like we had kind of talked yep. about, you know, halfway yep. in between, um, you know, and if it doesn't work, then we're out that lease or yep. something like that. And yep. it's, it's, so it's those scary things, oh, yeah. but at the end of the day, and we've really come to a good equal place that financially, if we take a hit mm-hmm. at the end of it, we've, it's, it's, it's a growth. Yeah. It's a growth. Yep. You know, we are, you know, we're, we're comfortable. We make sure things are taken care of the way they are yep. and stuff like that. And that kind of allows us to take those failures of, yeah. you know, money hits or something like yeah. that um, in stride. That's always been a thing, but that's probably one of the 
biggest, I guess, you know, do we go a half an hour out yeah. whenever yeah. right now we're, we're so local. If something breaks down, yep. we just run to the shop, yep. you know, you only lose that yep. much, but yep. if we have a crew 30 minutes out, so that's kind of a struggle on decision-making, but yep. you mm-hmm. know, so we have to go and look and see, is the profit really there? Yep. But if, and I think a lot of people are there, I mean, a lot of people can relate with that. Yeah. You know, they're, they're in a rural area or they're just in a small town mm-hmm. and grass is greener on the other side of the fence. And so it's like, how do I get there? So, um, it's an interesting spot to be in for sure. Yep. It's kind of a blessing though, at the same time, because it's opportunity. Yeah. It's, you know, it's not like we're just maxed out. So we, you know, try to, at least for me, you know, looking at it, sometimes I get ahead of myself when I think about our, our future and dreams. I'm ready to just jump and He's like, hold on. There's, there's steps in between. He has to slow me down. I mean, he definitely keeps me in check, but um, it is exciting when we think about it and talk about it because that could be huge growth for freedom landscapes. No, that's good. That's good. Um, So we've kind of recapped a lot of the event and you guys are doing good things. I've talked with you a lot. You've got a good business, good solid base that you're going from. So happy, happy for you guys there. Um, I know we've only been talking for a little bit, Mm -hmm. but uh, this is kind of what we want to do. We want to get these in, bang, bang a couple podcasts out and uh, let people share their story. Um, So appreciate you guys coming on. No, thank, thank you. you. This thank has been you. awesome. This has been fun. Yep. And uh, we'll, we'll continue to hang out here and, and meet people. So mm-hmm. uh, guys, thank you for listening to uh, another episode. Um, we appreciate these guys taking time to share their story um, and a lot of good insights here. So thank you for joining us. And uh, until next time, you guys keep at it. Hey guys, that is a wrap on yet another episode of the Lawn Care Leaders Podcast. Thanks again for letting us hang out with you and we appreciate you hanging out with us. Please subscribe, leave us a rating and review. And if you found this at all helpful, please help us by sharing the podcast. And uh, we wish that you would continue this conversation. If you want to chat it up about some topic that happened or maybe you have further questions, you can find us over on Instagram, Facebook. Um, We're going to be posting YouTube and uh, LinkedIn content as well. So you can find us on almost any platform. And if you'd like to further uh, grow your business or find out more information about Intentional Growth Advisors or one of our other show sponsors, feel free to click the link in the show notes and you can see those there. Again, guys, thank you so much for joining us and we will be back with you again shortly.